In this upcoming episode, we're off to the meat locker. Huh. Wait, what? It'll all make sense in this upcoming episode. Let's go! Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey gang, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. Hope you're having yourself a wonderful day. And I'm going to keep the intro to this one, intro context to this one, really tight, short, and sweet. Uh, We have a lot of ground to cover here. This is one of those ones, you know, I've been getting some wonderful feedback from the last few episodes about sharing um, the story of property, getting out into the field. So here's a couple things, gang. If you have a property or a project or something that you would like um, the story told about it, maybe be part of the podcast. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, by all means, let me know. Um, maybe on one of my trips out onto the marketplace here, I'd love to you know bring the cameras and some equipment and all that kind of stuff and shoot a story of, of your project. And uh, let's just tell the story. I believe every property and everything that we invest in has a wonderful story. And being able to tell that story and sharing it, it's so inspiring for other people to hear the stories from other people to hear what it took to become a real estate investor, what it takes to be successful long-term. So long-winded way to say, gang, if you're interested, uh, hit me up. I'd love to be able to uh, share your story of your project and, you know, get it on the old podcast here. This is a episode where we're going out into uh, the Niagara region and uh, working with one of my clients out there for the day, we were, we went through one of his projects. Uh, you know, we affectionately called it the meat locker, and you'll you'll hear why here in a second. Um, yeah, I'm going to introduce you to a fantastic uh, investor out in the Niagara area, John Beam. He is just an entrepreneur at heart. He has, um, you know, he just comes at it from the right direction. His his heart is in the right place. He helps. He serves. He is just, uh, you know, lack of a better term, he's just a go-getter at the same time. He is extremely ambitious. He's extremely entrepreneurial. But at the same time, he has a big, giant heart. And he is a wonderful father and a wonderful investor that just gives back and helps others. So we told the story of one of his projects that he's just doing right now. It's a conversion of an old store, in in essence, in the, in the in the oh, I'm probably going to get the the name of the place wrong, which we we tell in this in the story here. But it's in the Niagara region. It was a store that had been around for like 50 years, and I think it had been abandoned for many many years. And they're taking this old store and they're converting it into you know I think two units are done now. And there's plans to add another two more phases to it over time. So a really wonderful Cinderella story, if you will. And this Cinderella story is all about transformation. It's about taking something that was not being used and taking it and turning it into wonderful housing stock and turning it into an incredible opportunity all at the same time. Okay, gang. So um, stick around right to the end. Got a little bit of message for you at the end. Plus, our our good partners with Streetwise Mortgages are here too to also share with you a, a tip on if you're doing rent to own investing. So, if you're interested in rent to own investing and the financing around how rent to own works, make sure you stick around for the, our team and strategic partners from Streetwise Mortgages. And Dahlia has a wonderful tip there. And with all that being said, gang, please help me welcome Mr. John. 
Beam. John Beam, how are you? Russell, thank John. you very much. Good, good. Uh, how are you? Oh man, John, just relax. We're having fun here. Yeah. We just actually, gang, uh, welcome back to the channel. Uh, we just actually had a wonderful little tour of the area. So where are we, John, right now? Officially, we're where? We are in Port Coburn, Ontario. Port Coburn, Ontario. And we took a tour through what, what cities? And what St. areas? St. Catharines, Niagara Falls, Crystal Beach, Port Coburn. Yep. We've been kind of all over the Niagara region. Yeah, guys, if you get a chance, the this area has some incredible opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, I've just seen some lots of infill, lots of new development, beach towns, large mansions in certain areas, cottages in area. Mm -hmm. you, you can actually buy a large footprint of a, of a, of a property. And uh, John showed me a couple of his projects. He's got a lot of really good uh, projects going on there. And you know what you're talking about here. You've lived mm -hmm. here all your life, haven't you? Yeah, I grew up in Fort Erie, which is just yeah. down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been here, been here my whole life. I've seen places gentrify, go from, you know, like places you don't want to live to yep. places where people are, are flocking to, yep. right? And I've seen properties getting subdivided, properties getting severed off, and, and a lot of, lot of new construction going yeah. on. And you've seen lots of investment. This is actually the, some of the recommended areas, for example, the Rockstar community, they recommend these mm -hmm. kind of areas to come down to. and. You know, as things grow and move out, these are some, there's some opportunity out here, isn't there? There absolutely is. There yeah. absolutely is, Russell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like anything else, though, you have to be picky. You, yeah. you don't just buy any, anything that you find, right? Yeah. You have to be picky, but there is opportunity still, yeah. even in this market. Yeah. And one of the things I've been doing and wanting to do is tell some stories of some properties. And we're, this is, this one's a, a story. There's, mm -hmm. this one's a, you know, I'm not calling it an onion for because it smells, but there's so many layers to this one. Absolutely. So, so we're in Port Coburn. Um, you're telling me this is an old retail location, an old grocery store. Yeah, so it was an old grocery store, um, last active. Couldn't tell you, maybe 1950, 1960. Um, so it's just been collecting just dust been and collecting, rats and collecting <laughs> dust and rats. As you saw when you walked in the back there, there's like you know old coolers. Um, like it's just it's something that just has been underutilized. Yeah, you know the the province and the government talks about you know the housing uh, like where we need you know there's too many too many people coming in um, and not enough housing for them. We have a housing shortfall and we have buildings like this, a big commercial yeah. building that is underutilized, nobody's using it. Yeah, so we so saw an opportunity there. You, you bought this this building. We're gonna get into some more numbers. So you bought it. So one of the things we wanna talk about first is the tenant demographics, the mm -hmm. people, the area, yeah, the properties. What kind of sure. tenants uh, does this area attract? So this is on the east side of Port Colburn. Yeah. Um, it is coming up. It, it's maybe not the best area in, in, um, in the Niagara region for, like tenant profile. However, as um, what I'd like to do is buy properties in areas that are starting to gentrify and, yep. and get better. Um, so this is a property that uh, the, the tenants here would typically uh, work in industry. Port Colburn has uh, many, many different uh, industrial businesses here. And uh, the tenant profile is definitely definitely on the up and up. It's not definitely not the yep. worst area. It's not yep. the best area. It's it's getting better. It's the transition. It's, it's between the, the good area. and the bad. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a good opportunity mm -hmm. for sure. 
All right, so as you can tell, and I'll shoot some videos and we'll cut in some uh, yeah. some renderings and stuff yeah. like that. Absolutely. This was a, an old grocery store and now it's quite a bit of echo. There's a big, large ceiling, but now it, it's it's a rental unit now. It's mm -hmm. it's a residential rental unit. Yeah. And there's one here and then there's something in the, well, walk me through. What 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 What's the vision for this beautiful yeah, property? Of course. Do you have a name for it? Do you have like a working name or a- Ah, uh, working name. like. Not really. We yeah. just we just I don't, we just call it Davis. Just call Davis it, Street. Just call it Davis. It's on Davis Street. Yeah. How, pretty, how original? How <laughs> original? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the Cinderella real, property. The Cinderella property. Oh, the, yeah, there you used go. to call it the meat locker. The meat Cause, locker. Because the hook, there, there literally was. A, a, <laughs> there's a place in the back with hooks for meat yeah. for the gold grocery store. Yeah. Could, could be the meat locker. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good <laughs> idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch that one for sure. Right, okay, walk me yeah. through, what, what, what do we got here? Yeah, so this was when we bought it a commercial building. Yeah. Um, so a zone commercial. We went to the city, uh, rezoned it R4, uh, which is uh, basically allows a four, four unit building. Okay. So fourplex. Um, so, I mean, that was not an easy process. Yeah. We had to uh, get our design going. Um, we had to get consultation uh, from the city and we, Made it through the process yeah. uh, in about took about six months. Uh, we got it zoned. That's actually pretty quick. Right for. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, it, it, I was talking to a guy from Ottawa, and he said he's like a, a fourteen months into a yeah. process, something like I that. I mean, poor Colbert's really easy to work with. Okay, the city the city has been awesome that way. Uh, the building the building and planning department yeah. has, has helped us out along the way. Um, we used you know you know good uh, like designers that work with the city um, and actually one of our consultants on the job used was an ex-employee of the city who retired yep. and kind of started his own thing um, so like it, was, it all kind of came together well that way um, so rezoned it got a building permit for for this unit um, and basically this was the storefront where we're standing right now was the storefront yep. this is where you you know you walked in the main door um, they had would have had like you know grocery aisles and, and you know uh, whatever they would have had a counter back here, um, but we turned this into a two-bedroom unit. So it's it's nice, modern, ten-foot ceilings. Yep. Um, yeah, looks great. So this area, two two-bedroom unit. Two-bedroom. Now it's so it's a two-bedroom rental unit, and it's almost done. It's almost ready. How? Yeah. When, when are you gonna? Do you have it advertised yet, or when do you think? Yeah, we actually uh, walked through, took some photos. Uh, yep. We'll have it up on MLS very very shortly. Right. Um, like, like I say, there's just finishing touches right now. Like, as you can see, like just a little bit of trim work needs to go on some crown molding and, and that's about it. Okay. So we'll probably, we'll have it. I'm hoping we'll have it rented by January one. Yep. Um, we'll see. And then so you have happens. there, you have another unit that is just, just got recently rented, right? That's right. Yeah. So there's a four bedroom unit upstairs. Okay. Um, we, uh, when we bought it, that unit was completed. Was, Somebody was the, ready to go turnkey. Yeah. Yeah. The, the previous, previous owner had renovated it. Um, so we bought it, rented it out right away and had tenants through the renovation process, which not ideal hundred yeah. percent of the time, yeah. but at least it helped us going, right. It kept the cash flow moving. Um, you know, like we weren't out of pocket through yeah. the renovation. So, and then you also have a, a big giant out the back. You have like a whole big giant empty space in, exactly. the, in the back as well. What's the, what's the vision there? So our plan is to put another two bedroom unit there. So okay. basically what it is, Russell, is like, it looks like a garage at this point, yep. as well as a, um, like the meat locker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the meat locker, with the lack of a better term. So like if there's a meat locker and there's prob there's a bathroom there and there's probably like, there's like a big, um, looks like a, a fireplace, yeah. uh, like I, I think they maybe smoked meats in there at one time. I'm yeah. not sure. 
Anyway, all that's getting ripped out. Uh, huh? All getting ripped out, and we plan on putting another two-bedroom unit there. Okay. So there'll be um, a bit more structural work involved there. So we'll have to run some more, like some, get some plumbing out there. Yep. There's no plumbing out there, and have to get that out there. Um, the frame in a, yep. a garage door, um, and other than that, like just you know, run our electrical back there. We're gonna yep. have to do some jackhammering on the concrete. But so you have a you have a, a another future vision for this project Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. So let, let's talk about it as as is now. So mm-hmm. as is now, you have a four bedroom upstairs, and this is a two bedroom. This is a two bedroom. Okay. So yeah. so far, if you don't mind, we chat chat yeah. some numbers. Yeah, of course. And I know it's okay if you can talk round numbers. Yeah. I mean, John yeah. knows John knows his numbers. That's why I'm, I'm smiling and, and <laughs> yeah. teasing him. Um, what did you guys buy the place for as a starting point? We bought for we bought for five sixty five. Five sixty five. Okay. Yeah. So far, you've put it what into it ballpark? Planning and uh, and renovation cost were around the hundred and twenty k mark. Hundred and twenty. So five. So what is that? Six. Eighty. Uh, yeah. Six eighty. Yeah, so you're into it for six eighty. Okay. Um, when you bought it, there's, you've been kind of doing kind of some stepped financing. That's how did, talk to me about how you got financing for this project. So yeah, that's interesting. We did uh, private financing to, 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 buy, to close. To, to close. To close. Yeah. So we wanted a, a quick closing. Um, we went to a private lender that we used yeah. and we were able to close within, within 30 days. So okay. um, we used a private, private financer to close. And that was six months, six okay. months finance. Yep. Um, Just to get the property closed. Yeah. So then, and then what did for finance for the uh, renovation funds, down payment money? What where did all where did those come from? So I have a partner on this. Yeah. Um, we uh, we joint ventured on it, okay. and we both funded uh, funded the the renovation and the down payment out of um, HELOCs or our personal funds. Uh, yeah. So we both both pitched in. So essentially, everything's yeah. financed. E- everything's financed at the yeah, moment. At, at the, the moment, moment, everything's financed. Yeah. Um, so. We, this isn't a traditional joint venture. We yeah. both put in 50% of the funds, like that type of thing. Um, well, so, it is very yeah. traditional, actually. Well, I mean, I guess, I <laughs> guess. Yeah. Everybody's participating, everybody's, everybody's contributing, exactly, everybody's exactly, sharing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, typically the active, there's an active partner. Well, you're both, you're, partner, both right? you're both experts. But at this yeah. point, yeah, we're both experts. So my partner in this is also my realtor. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, yeah, we both, uh, we both have contacts for trades. We both, yeah, we we're both in the investment industry, both knew what, what was involved here. So yep. funny story, actually, Russell, when yep. I was, we walked through this building with this in mind for another one of my joint venture partners. We, we walked through it. I was going to pitch it to him. He was interested in the building. We kind of yep. talked about, you know, what he's looking for and what I could find and all that. So my realtor and I walked through it and we got talking about everything that could happen here. And I was like, well, I'll go back and I'll pitch it to him and just see what, you know, see what he thinks. So I did, and that partner wasn't wasn't interested. He wanted couldn't to see the vision. Couldn't see the vision. And wanted yeah. to do something else. And I went back, told the realtor that, and he said, "Well, I don't know. I like it." He's like, "Do you want a partner?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So he just kind of just kind of worked. It worked. You just yeah. never know who's, who's yeah. going to be the partner. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. that's awesome. So okay, so you're you're into it for. 680. 680, that's right. Um, you've got some private financing for yep. six months, yep. and then that six months has come and gone. That six months what, has come what, and what gone. Is, what has happened since then? So we refinanced yep. uh, with the B lender this time. Okay, so, so you've gone from private to, yeah, B. to B. Okay. Yeah, so we're moving our way up. Yeah, you've gone from C to B, and then yeah. eventually there's going to yeah. be probably eventually, an A lender. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. that's the idea. So, so you now have refinanced. Did, uh, did the valuation go up? What, what do you what do you believe is the valuation as is with the two units at the moment? Is it kind of what you got that's, into it? That's a tough question, Russell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like where 
uh, we're doing this interview in like what six months into the into yeah. the interest rate increases, yeah. right? Yeah. So valuations have down, come down quite a lot. Um, however, like we're playing the long game here. Yeah. I'm not super worried about valuations. I would say that we were thinking the valuation was seven. That's yeah. what that's what we expected. Yeah. That's, so, but, that's what, but we, what you've put into what it. We put into yeah. it. Yeah. The appraiser had a different opinion. He came in a little bit low, like not mm -hmm. terribly low, but yeah. a little bit low. You were in the ballpark, uh, but we're in the ballpark. Yeah, and and that's only the only reason that happened is because of what happened over the last six months. Right? Understood. So, Understood. Um, like again, this is a five to ten year thing. I'm not worried about it at all. Yep. Yeah. What do you have the four unit rented for upstairs? That is. Seventeen hundred bucks. Seventeen hundred. Yeah. What are you going to advertise this unit? We're hoping for two. Two. Yeah. So you'll be into thirty, thirty, thirty-seven hundred on a, on a six eighty, yeah. give or take. Yeah. Those are good numbers. Those are good numbers. Yeah. At, at, to start yeah. with, there's actually a huge bonus yeah. on this too, is that you can actually add another, yeah. another. You can add another two bedroom, almost mirror yeah. on the backside to this. Exactly. One. And keep in mind too, Russell, that the renovation funds that we put into this. Yeah. A lot of that was the rezoning. There was the building permits. There yeah. was the mechanical, like you know, putting four four meter bases on the outside of the building. Yeah. That was a new furnace. Like that was all stuff that had to be done. That will no longer have to be done for the back unit. Right. right? So the next back unit, you you maybe could shave off 30, 40, 50 grand yeah. on the on the unit exactly. and do it a lot. Be exactly. into it for like seventy more. Hopefully, that's the plan. Right. That's the plan. Yeah. Very smart. And yeah. then after that, I would imagine the whole plan after that is to reposition it, refinance it one more time, and then exactly. just, just set it and forget it for a while. Well, I mean, actually, you're right, but we actually have plans uh, for four units. So we so far, we talked oh. about the one unit upstairs. Yeah. We've got a unit here. We talked about the unit in the garage. Yeah. We actually have a drawing uh, for a fourth unit to go directly above that garage unit. So... It's right now the building is not square. It's square for the front, yeah. and then it kind of steps down to a lower garage area in the back. We actually plan to make the building just a square block building, and have a fourth unit potentially above the garage area. So essentially, you bought one commercial space, and the grand vision over a course of you know, five, ten years, let's mm -hmm. call it, yeah. is to have it into a four units. Yeah, well, that's the idea. And one piece at a time. Yeah. Normalize it. Potentially refinance it, yeah. use those funds to then exactly. do the next phase. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. And after we're said done, so we're gonna follow the we're gonna follow up on this project quite a bit more. Um, because I want to see it finished. Mm -hmm. Right. Of course. This yeah. is a, this is a very, very nice probably like when I'm in here, it's a, it's probably if you compare it to a lot of the other rental units in the area, it's probably a lot more upscale than most other places Absolutely. in the area. Yeah, people walk into this and it's kind of got that wow factor. You know, it's yeah. not something like that you you know, it's not like you're not walking into an upstairs, you know, unit and like, oh, well, it's a little small, a little tight. No, yep. like this is, everything's brand new. It's it's a big unit. Yep. Um, it's like I said, 10-foot ceilings. Like even if the unit itself has a smaller floor space, yep. the 10-foot ceilings make it big. Okay. Right? Well, let, let's just do um, some, I'm going to, I probably need a calculator to figure out this next one. Or I'm going to have to take my shoes off if I count past <laughs> count 10. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So, okay, 680, you're renting for 37 so far. 
Um, if you, and I know you've done some preliminary budgets to put a second two bedrooms in the back. What do you, what was the kind of the number you think for that? Yeah, with, I'm, I'm thinking probably around like the 80, 80, 80? 90 Yeah, some, somewhere 680, in there. we're now 760? 760. And then if you were to do the up on top, yeah. what do you think kind of ballpark? That on? one will be a bit more. Yeah. Um, I haven't crunched the numbers on that one yet. I'm going to say, because now like you're, you know, you're doing block, you're doing everything right on the exterior. Yeah. So... That that one's gonna be a bit more. Um, I would I would guess that would be closer to the one fifty mark. Okay, one fifty. Sure. Yeah. So what did I say? It was uh, it was six eighty seven sixty. One fifty is what seven sixty one. Just a million. It's a little over a million. We're, we're close to a million. Close to a million. Close to a million there, yeah. Okay. So we're let's let's for round numbers let's yeah. say a million. <laughs> okay. And for those of you that are really good with math. Uh, you don't have to be great with yeah. math. That's what, that's what Excel is for. <laughs> that's what Excel spreadsheets are for. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's call it, a, you're into it for a million. Um, you've got 37, or you think that you potentially could double that rent, potentially, or or maybe even more? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, like, we get two here, uh, two in this unit. Yeah. Uh, two for the back might be, uh, would be probably get a bit less than two for the yeah. back. It's going to be a bit smaller, not as high ceilings. Um and then the upstairs, yeah, I mean, I think we'd probably be very close. I think we'd be very close. So 37, let's say double that is 74. Let's 74. say 7,000. Sure, 7,000, 7, that's, yep. that's probably conservative. So you're, probably. you're getting $7,000 rent on a million dollars that you have in, yep. and probably after you've changed the use, you know, you have intentions that it's going to yeah. appraise for a little bit more. Yeah. But if it appraised for a million, you're, you're, you're into it for for pretty low for a really good yielding yeah. asset. Yeah, absolutely. $7,000 rent on a million is really it's, good. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty good. Like, yeah. I mean, prior to this correction, yeah. um, all like we were basically getting in this area about 250,000 per unit. Right. Right. Been more for duplex. If you bought like a, a nice duplex, like you're paying more than 500. Yeah. But when you get into the threes and the fours, you're looking about a million bucks for a fourplex. That was, that was pretty, Pretty standard. Okay, so there's been a lot of uh, learning that you've been going through. What what has been oh, the de the the development process, the rezoning yeah, process? Absolutely. What are some lessons you learned from that? Oh man, everything always takes longer and costs more than you expect. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He learned the, he learned yeah. the, the most fundamental lesson of any yeah. renovation yeah. and rezoning yeah. and everything. I mean, it takes longer and it yeah. costs more. So yeah. gang, whatever you do and you have on a spreadsheet, always factor yeah. more. Absolutely, yeah. you know. And it comes down to just like, you have to manage your project. Yeah. Uh, you have to be active. Um, you can't like, just like, let it go to the, you know, yes, you trust your contractors. Yes, you trust your partners. Yes, you trust the city and everybody you work with. Yeah. But you do have to, somebody has to be on top. Somebody has to be the captain on yeah. top and directing everybody and following up and making sure that things are getting done and getting done on time. Right. Um, like, that's one of the, that's one of the main uh, the main things that uh, where, where I come in is that you have to be somebody has to be there yeah. to to make sure that everything is going according to plan. And, and somebody's going to steer the ship. Yeah, and if it doesn't, you have to come up with plan Plan B, right? Yeah. You have to be able to pivot. And uh, how has it been so far with working with a, a joint venture partner? Mm -hmm. You've done yeah. you've done some other projects yeah. in the past, but everything's going well so yeah. far. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been great. Um, yeah. Like. Honestly, Russell, if you if you're not getting along with your joint venture partner, or yeah. you are 
nervous to work with them, like why start? <laughs> good, <laughs> right? Good call. Good call. Um, like it's yeah, working with him has been has been great. Um, yeah. He's yeah, he's easy to get along with, and he he's has experience as well. He knows what knows what to expect. Yeah. Now so. now this isn't obviously your first project. Um, no. How long have you been investing for now? I would say since. You started buying, you, you tell me some really yeah, young, like you bought a yeah, few houses yeah, early, but I did. I'd say maybe when you got serious about it. So I got serious about it in 2017. 2017, okay, so, so about five, five years. About five years. Yeah. I got serious about it in 2017. And um, since 2017, you've you've done how many places now? Uh, this would be my sixth, no, fifth one. Fifth, fifth, one. fifth project. Actually, no, I should say sixth one. Like It's the fifth one in my portfolio right now, but it's the it's the, the sixth, because I, I bought one and sold one. So yeah, right. it would be the sixth sixth project I've taken on. And then many of those are multi-units. Yeah, they're all, they're all multi-units. So well, actually, except for, the, except for that, that single family, which is locked in. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're all multi-units except for that one. So how many units do you have yeah. then? So uh, currently right now, um, what are we at? One, two, three, four, five, uh, this, six, seven, Eight units. Eight units. Actually, no, eight, uh, 12. 12 I units. I forgot about the fourplex in the falls. Yeah. <laughs> 12 <laughs> units. Yeah. Because you've already, you've already, yeah. he's, yeah. he's potentially selling a yeah. place a and place he's already, a place. he's yeah, already, so kind of just like, yeah. <laughs> he's already, I've already yeah. forgotten about yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah. uh, if you're also, well, if yeah. you're interested in investing in a, a yeah. project out on Bridge Street, Bridge, Bridge Street, yeah, yet, Bridge Street, yeah. John has <laughs> a project he's looking yeah. to potentially sell. So he can, he can consolidate that and put it into different projects. Yeah. That, um, okay. So you've been doing it for five years. You now, so the point I was trying to get to with the line of questioning is, mm -hmm. is this isn't your first one, right? No, and you probably couldn't tackle a project like this on your first I one. I absolutely would not have. Yeah. No, my, the first one that I took on was actually a triplex yeah. in Fort Erie. Um, and it, uh, it was a learning curve. Yeah. Um, I learned how to work with tenants yep. and there was some renovations to do, but it was, it was basically a buy and hold. There yep. wasn't like, there was no rezoning. There was no, um, you know, nothing really fancy with it. It was just, you know, fix it up when somebody moved out and try to find new tenants. Yeah. That was that was basically it. And yeah. I learned, a, like, that was a great one to get my feet around. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to get to with a lot of all this is, this is an incredible opportunity. When you can add more use to a one property, that's an incredible opportunity. But the point I'm trying to get to is, You've grown into this. You just yeah. didn't jump into it. And a that's lot of people it. just starting, they they see a video like this and and they go, wow, the numbers look great yeah. and everything bright and rosy. And they, they get, you know, rose-colored glasses yeah. and they bite yeah. off more than they could chew. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so, but nothing to say this couldn't be somebody's first project, but just be very prepared. Have yeah. have support. Yeah. Have, you know, have a conversation with yeah. a guy who's been down this yeah. road too, yeah. like yourself, yeah. and, and, and jump into it. Mm -hmm. But, but, I would say that here's what I'm getting to. You've progressed what I would consider perfectly. Yeah. You, you've started off with some single families. You had some single family with suites. You learned the process. You learned yeah. the process of the renovation. Mm -hmm. The process of working with tenants. Yeah. Learned the process of getting tenants out. Yeah. Learned the process of tenants that aren't paying. Yeah. And now you're you're jumping into the process yeah. of development work. Yeah. Absolutely. and changing the use of things. And for you, I see within five to 10 years, you're gonna be doing this exact same model mm -hmm. of things onto plots of land. Yeah. Where you're gonna be subdividing pieces of land mm -hmm. and adding more units to yeah. densification. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about like what like I yeah. could do with my place there yeah. know, just down the road. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things like, uh, like several, several points here. Private financing yeah. is not something to 
play with. <laughs> yeah, you're you not can't. comfortable. <laughs> yes, like <laughs> proceed with caution. <laughs> proceed with it's, caution. it's a good tool. Absolutely. Like, but 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 yeah. like any tool, an axe yeah. can chop a chop a tree down. Yeah. It can also chop your chop your foot off. Absolutely, <laughs> right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like you have to be prepared with your plan B. Yeah. Um, it's it's that like had our valuation not come in. Yeah. Where I couldn't, couldn't, like, I had a plan to exit private financing regardless. Yeah. If that, if the, if you know, uh, plan, if plan A hadn't worked yep. to, to refinance. So, like, that's it, one of those things, like, you know, you got to be aware of the loan sharks. You got to be aware of the private financing. If, yep. if it doesn't come in, you have to have plan B. Yep. Um, and the other thing is, if the more, the more value you bring to the marketplace, yep. that's where things are more worthwhile. So, like, the triplex in four year, okay? Yep. Did I bring much value there? A little bit. I bought a triplex. I sold a triplex, but I did fix it up a bit in between. Yep. And yes, the market appreciated and helped me out um, in, in that time. But like, I didn't really add a lot of value there. Right. Yep. The market did it for me. In this case, yep. I'm adding value. Yep. But you also have to have the time. But you also it. have to have the time into it. You right. also have to have the time. And and yeah. you're full-time dad, full-time husband, another yeah. little one on the way at oh, the same time, full-time yeah. job. Yeah. And uh, you know, running multiple real yeah. estate services companies. Yeah. You mm-hmm. you have some renovation services that you were you're helping out some other projects. So yeah. you're you're a busy guy. Oh, I'm surprised yeah. that that hairline <laughs> hasn't turned I'm into surpri- mine. <laughs> yeah. I, like my wife was actually my wife cut my hair the other day. She was telling me that I was starting to go a little bald. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that's what real estate does. I I had a uh, the old joke is I had lots of lots of curly waves and now yeah. there's nothing but beaches. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic, we're in Crystal Beach area over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so so where I was trying to get to with all of this is uh, y- you've learned a lot of the process, mm-hmm. and um, would you would you have changed? What would you have changed? Maybe it would be a good thing. Would you have changed something if you're going to do something like this again? What would you do different the next time if you would do anything differently? Like a commercial, yeah. If you would do uh, like something a, like a project like this a project, again, project yeah. like this uh, again. Honestly, I would probably nail down um, a little bit closer, like a little bit tighter of a renovation schedule. Um, okay. In in this, uh, the renovations took too long here. Is because I took my foot off the gas a little bit, and I allowed the contractor um, too much leeway. I think, yep. and things didn't go quite as quickly or quite as smoothly as they absolutely should have. So um, that's okay. No problem. Um, I've learned my lessons. We think we've all learned our lessons. And that's no reflection on the contractor at all. Um, it's, it is what it is. And we, I think we've all learned our lesson there. However, um, yeah, it's one of those things that you learn by doing. Yep. You learn by doing. Yep. So you, you sh- you're one of the most quicker quickest and i'm going to use the right word right here hopefully you have your instant implementation mm-hmm. yeah like really you just yeah. you, you you get something when john and i have our our sessions and our things as john you got it got it got it got it done done mm-hmm. done and yeah. then next time we talk it's like done 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 okay mm-hmm. here's what's next you just yeah. like an instant implementer yeah it's yeah. it's it's uh it's very nice to work <laughs> with somebody well, who instantly implements yeah. right Thank you, Russell. I appreciate that. I mean, like, you know, you can read all the books, listen to all the podcasts, but if you don't do anything with it, why? What's the point? Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm going to just quickly reset the camera here, and then we're just going to wrap this up here in a second. I sure hope you're enjoying this episode. Before we jump back to the conclusion, our strategic partners from Streetwise Mortgages are here with another 
important mortgaging tip. All right, take it away, Dahlia. Hi, I'm Dahlia, founder of Streetwise Mortgages. And in today's episode, I will continue to share with you how to align financing with your chosen investment strategy. Today's strategy is rent to own. The rent to own strategy is one where you as an investor own a property for a predefined period during which you enter into two agreements with the tenant. The first agreement is a rental agreement, whereby the tenant pays you rents under the regular tenancy laws. The second agreement is an option consideration, where the tenant has the option to buy the property from you at the end of the agreed upon term or earlier at a price that you both agree to. Under a rent-to-own agreement, the tenants often pay you higher than market rents, a percentage of which is accounted for as part of their future down payment and deposit for buying the house from you. A rent-to-own strategy done right will yield you as an investor strong cash flows and strong returns on investment while you're helping someone get into home ownership. If you're investing in this strategy, here are the things you need to keep in mind from a financing standpoint. Number one, the tenant buyer deposit. If you're receiving a deposit from the tenant buyer, you cannot use that as part of your own down payment for closing a deal with a traditional lender. Many lenders want to see that you have skin in the game on a rental property and therefore they want to see that you are using your own funds or your own equity towards the down payment, not someone else's funds. Number two, rent to own terms generally range from three to four years. Some investors feel that they should take a fixed rate mortgage that matches the term. This way, the cash flow is stable and predictable. While this is valid, taking a fixed rate mortgage on a rent to own strategy will be very costly if you break that mortgage before the end of the term. This can happen under one of two scenarios. Scenario number one is the tenant buyer walking away from the agreement before the end of the term and you having to sell the property. Scenario number two is if the tenant buyer qualifies to purchase the property from you before the end of the lease term. Number three, some investors mistakenly assume that they would qualify for a larger mortgage on a rent to own purchase because the rents collected are higher than the rents collected had the property been rented to a regular tenant. This is not true, as most lenders will not take this extra income into consideration when qualifying for the mortgage. Lenders go by what the property would rent for under normal rental circumstances, and often they will get an appraiser's opinion regarding what the property would rent for. If you are looking to invest into rent to own, and would like to structure financing the right way, or if you have a tenant buyer who has completed their option consideration term and needs help with the mortgage, our team at Streetwise Mortgages would be happy to assist. Contact us at info at streetwisemortgages.com. Cheers to your success. All right, so we're back here with John uh, at the, the Meat Locker. The meat locker. I, I'm officially yeah. calling the Meat Locker on Davy Street. <laughs> and uh, and we we're just talking about some of the things that he's been he's learned by doing this project. And we talked about you know, and and sometimes the best way to learn is just you just jump in and then you just you figure it out as you go. Mm -hmm. Just like when you told me you told me a story about and I asked I asked him a question is he was walking me through and showing me his place and something he renovated and he was doing it on his own time at night. And I asked you how did you learn it? 
I just did it. You just did <laughs> it. You just, just went it. ahead and just did it. You, just did and it. you had so help. And I had help. I had I had absolutely had help. Um, like I mean, I'm a handy person as it is. Yeah. I've like worked on my own places. I take my time. I'm not the fastest yeah. uh, in that way, but like I I know what I'm doing. But I also have friends that are carpenters. I work with carpenters, and yeah. I I also subbed out what I needed to sub out. And then you subbed out the electric electrical, yeah, electrical roof plumbing, and plumbing, plumbing, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I subbed out. And and you're, you've identified uh, and, and you know you're you've identified that there's some opportunities in this area for for renovation work mm-hmm. for just different services to help yeah. support real estate investors on yeah. their journeys yeah. at the same time because you just you're an investor and you go geez if I know I wish I had these services when I was oh, jumping in here yeah. sometimes just having the boots on the ground yeah. in the area like here's the example. If you're living in Toronto or something like that, and you're going, yeah, the market just don't make sense there. But then you heard this valuation. We talked about a, a million dollar all in that rents for 7,000 bucks or more, probably more when after sit there, you go, you can't get those kind of numbers in Toronto. Like yeah. a $1.8 million house in Richmond Hill mm-hmm. is, is that's normal. That's yeah. an average house. Yeah. For sure. Here you have four units for a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, the point I'm trying to get to is you need to have good boots on the ground. Somebody who yeah. knows the streets and John's walk driving me by each street. He's like, literally he goes, that's the party place down there. That's where the bad area of town over there. Yeah. That's the area of transitioning. You just yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, one of the things that I noticed when, you know, during COVID, everybody knows what happened with real estate. A lot of people flooded into this area and a lot of people were looking for, for places that just had, they, did, they didn't know. They didn't know the area. Yeah. And you've uh, you've done things like help people with research reports, yeah. help yeah. valuations for yeah. people. Yeah. And mostly, mostly what I would say is you've helped people connect the dots with the people. That's you've great. helped yeah. people looking to invest in the area and connect them with the right people, whether they yeah. do the work or they know somebody who can do the work. And you just, yeah. you're, you're, I'm going to use an old term, but your Rolodex is mm-hmm. very, is very impressive yeah. of knowing who to call. Yeah. I mean, without a power team, like, yeah. I'm, like, you know, you need a power team to be able to be successful. Yeah. Right. Agreed. And even if you have a power team in Toronto or wherever you you live and you're moving to a different area, you're going to need a different power team. Right. Right. Like if I decided to invest in Toronto, I'd want to start over. I'm not going to bring everybody up to Toronto. I don't know Toronto. Yep. Like I may not, I, I know Toronto, but I don't know like the best places to invest. Yep. I don't know what's changing, what's not changing. I'm not from Toronto. Yep. Right. I'd want to talk to somebody from Toronto and get the inside scoop. Yep. Right. So that's what I noticed was needed down here. Yeah. And if somebody was interested in doing that, do you have some, where would be the best place to connect with you? Do you have some contact information, a yeah. website? Where would be the best place? Yeah. So I have a website, yeah. uh, beampropertypartners.com. That's beam, B-E-A-M. B-E-A-M. Yeah. Uh, propertypartners.com. Yeah. My email, john, J-O-N, yeah. O-H, just J-O-N, yeah. J-O-N at beampropertypartners.com. Those are the two best places to reach me. Okay. And if uh, somebody was, uh, you know, how can you help somebody? If somebody was interested in looking down here, how would you be able to help somebody? Well, it depends what you're looking for. Oh, good answer. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. So um, I co-own a, a, a real estate bookkeeping and yep. financial services yep. uh, business where we do everything from um, you know payroll, HST filing, yep. uh, income tax, all that stuff, uh, as well as website design yep. and, uh, and social media marketing email marketing. Um, I co-own a business there. 
Um, I have uh, realtors in the area who yep. can, uh, if you need a realtor down here, I can definitely point you in the right yep. direction. I can provide you market research, yep. like down, like macro and micro. So if you want to know why this street's better than that street, yep. <laughs> I can help you out there. Um, and like within, throughout the, like throughout the Niagara region, like different municipalities, yep. um, I can go look at places for you, walk you through different strategies with, yep. with a realtor, without a realtor. I can provide contacts in the renovation industry if you're looking for renovations. Yep. Um, you're just kind of a go-to, yeah, a go-to guy a, that knows, yeah, knows the area. And, yeah. you're, and, and, and uh, just one thing I would say is you're, you're, you have a, a willingness to want to help people not make mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, that's, it comes down to people. Real estate is a people yep. business, Russell. And that's, that's what I'm here for. Yep. I'm just, I've, I like to help people. I like working with people. And again, providing value. Nice, nice. That's what it's about. Okay, so one final, one final question I'm going to ask. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing the full story of this mm -hmm. project. Like of right course. now, you're in, I would say, like the fourth inning of the nine sure. inning game on this of course. one, right? Exactly. And there's a lot more to come. And I love yeah. just telling the stories of a lot of projects. And every house has a story. Every mm -hmm. every investment has a story. Absolutely. Um, so if somebody's sitting here right now and they're maybe feeling a little bit stuck, they're just not quite sure the next step for you. What advice would you give somebody if they wanted to just kind of get into a project? What, what would be some of your sage advice that you would offer them? <laughs> Ask for help. Ask hang, for help? Hang, out, hang out with the people who are doing. Yeah. Um, and that's literally all I did. I mean, I reached out to you, Russell, right? Yeah. I, I make it a point to surround myself with people who are doing more than I am. And you learn by osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the right questions hang out with the people that, that are doing the things. And like, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but you become like the five people you surround yourself with. Yep. It's very, very true. Yeah, and I would consider you one of the, the, the breed of new real estate investors that you're, you're just kicking butt and you're doing amazing things. But, but at the same time, you also have that thing is, I, I, I barely am scratching the surface. I don't I know. know nothing. I know. I know. I, you know a lot more than somebody yeah. brand new, yeah. but you're sitting there going, you have so much to learn and so much to grow and so much to do. And you just take the action and mm -hmm. just get her done. Yeah. I mean, so. that, yeah. Like you say, five years in isn't a long time, yeah. but I think it's a good start. And I've, like you say, I've got a long way to go, yeah. a long way to grow. And hey, that's, that's what I want to do. Right on. Continue on. Well, thank you very much for the tour of this, uh, the meat locker here. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be looking forward to follow up on this and all the other properties. What a beautiful area. Like, guys, if you're interested in checking out an area um, to invest and put some money into it, man, it's got a lot of the fundamentals that checks a lot of boxes mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. So, John, very awesome. proud of you. Thank you for walking thank me you, through. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. Have a good time, guys. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Hey, 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 so what was your key takeaway from today's episode? Did you, uh, did it maybe get the old light bulb moment kicking in? You know, the old ding, the light bulb above your head. Maybe there was something that John shared in, in there that um, gave you a inspiration to want to look at something yourself. Maybe gave you an inspiration for a value add project yourself. Maybe gave you some inspiration on to get out there and start looking at some other opportunities. Maybe those those uh, properties that you've driven by for many, many years that have just been sitting there empty and vacant and collecting dust and cobwebs and rodents, maybe there's an opportunity 
for you. Maybe it's just looking at something with fresh new eyes. Maybe that's where the opportunity comes with them. Um, so before we do sign off here, gang, I just wanted to just thank John. John, thank you for the amazing day uh, we had working together. Thank you for your amazing hospitality. Thank you for all the incredible insights that you shared on this podcast. You are, um, you're truly a gift out there. You're a gift of an investor. You're a gift of a person. You're a gift of a father. You, you have so much to offer to people. And I, I'm just truly blown away by the depth. Every time I have a conversation with you and every time we have uh, an opportunity to work together, I'm just more impressed every time we have an opportunity to interact. You are one of those rare combinations of ambition and heart all wrapped up in one. And you are a special kind of person, my friend. Okay, gang, um, if you ever need some help or support, or like I mentioned, I think at the beginning, if you ever want your story told of your property, I'd love to, you know, let's feature it. And maybe on one of my trips out um, uh, out in the, the market, I'd stop by your place, set up some cameras and set up some recording equipment and let's tell your story. I believe um, real estate is about the stories of the properties that we buy. Real estate is also more important than the property, more important than the opportunity, more important than the numbers, more important than the financial gain and all that kind of stuff. I believe it's the people. It's the people behind the project, the people that are doing the work. That's why I want to put um, a little bit of the human element back into real estate. And it's not just a pro forma, it's just, just numbers. There's actually people behind each and every one of these projects. And that's why I'm having just such a blast sharing these stories. All right, gang, remember, in every interaction you have with another person, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. Bye for now.